Hey y'all, welcome back to The Snake's Paw. Today we continue our series, Marjorie and Houdini. This is part two, Phantoms or Frauds? This week, newly returned to our shores from a sold-out tour of Europe, Keith Theater presents a magician with no living equal and the greatest artist of escape who has ever lived, who no chain or lock can hold, the jailbreaker, Harry Houdini. Houdini presents a combined program of wondrous magic, his most famous escapes, and in a segment never before seen by the public, the tales of his first-hand experience exposing spiritualists and mediums, those miracle mongers whose tricks have escaped every other eye. And the highlight event, a truly death-defying stunt, escape from a live burial under multiple tons of sand. Failure means death. Will he liberate himself before he runs out of air? Sit down at the table here. I believe I've gotten some sand in my shoe. <laughs> no easy feat coming back from the grave. I almost ended up in the grave permanently the first time I performed that trick. A much more difficult task coming back from the grave after you've actually died. Yet some would have you believe that such a thing is possible that the dead can, in fact, communicate with the living. Mediums and spiritualists, they call themselves. In their presence, in darkened rooms, people claim to have heard the voices of dead relatives, to have witnessed inexplicable phenomena, music with no source, tables floating up into the air. Well, will you look at that? My table is floating, too. Very peculiar, considering we're not in a dark room and there aren't any mediums around. Unless you were a medium, sir. Or you, madame? I didn't think so. Because, you see, I have made this table float myself. Not with the powers of the dead, but through a simple trick. By training the strength of my foot and situating it so you can't see, I can make this table float off the ground and I can drop it just as easily. As some of you may know, I have met many of these spiritualists. I have made a concerted effort to meet them, to witness their so-called miracles. And these miracles so closely resembled my little deceptions that I began to wonder. And believe you me, I would sincerely like to meet a medium who can contact the dead. There are many people I'd like to speak with, characters from history, the magicians who preceded me, and above all, my dear mother, who is always in my thoughts. But time and time again, I am disappointed. Disappointed when I see cheap tricks passed off as genuine wonders Disappointed when I see grieving people manipulated by frauds. Disappointed when I expose yet another phony medium. It is one thing to perform a trick for an audience who understands that it is merely a trick, but to capitalize on someone's real grief and heart pain? 
Yes, that is something else entirely. That is not a harmless deception, and it is something I cannot and will not abide, which is why I have recently joined Scientific American in their efforts to investigate these spiritualists. Unusual allies, no doubt, magicians and scientists, but I hope our combined efforts, their scientific knowledge and my peculiar expertise, can reveal the schemes of these confidence men who claim to channel the will of the dead. And that concludes our time together. I hope you enjoyed the tricks I performed for you this evening and that you leave here a little more skeptical of the tricks you may see offstage. Good night, and never stop seeking the truth! Collins, any news? A telegram arrived during the show. Another picture offer. No more pictures. The pay's no good and the tricks are too easy. You think we can fit in a couple shows during this seance business? We're sold out, so they've been begging us to extend the run. How many are you thinking? We'll figure that out. I'm still not clear on when I'm supposed to meet this mysterious Mina Crandon. Want me to send a wire to Bird and check? Heavens no, that can wait. I'm in no rush to chat with Bird. Oh, and I forgot to mention. The great Hedy Houdini. <laughs> Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. I had no idea you were in Boston. Collins, would you go and fetch a bottle of liqueur to share? Right away. Did you attend the show? I must say, the whole thing beats me completely. Again and again, you say they're just tricks, but I'm convinced there must be more to it. Nothing but endurance, dexterity, and a little ingenuity. Perhaps if you showed an old friend how it was done. Now, now, you can't very well ask me to do that. Your secrecy is highly suspect, old fellow. I did demonstrate the table trick, at least. Ah, any fool can float a table. I've seen you do things that defy explanation. I'm afraid you're alone in that, my friend, now that the theater has emptied out. Any one of the stagehands back here could explain anything you saw tonight, but they're well paid and they want to stay that way. Anyway, what do you think about the new portion of my act? Huh. Well, yes, it's a noble thing you do, sorting the bed eggs from the lot. Those types discredit the true spiritualists, but you cast a harsh light on the whole affair. You hardly give a sincere spiritualist a chance. I do mention that I'd like to meet the genuine article. But you take it as a foregone conclusion that you never will. If you go in with an attitude like that, it's going to occlude some of the more delicate phenomena. I understand why you're doing it, though. It's a sensible precaution. In what way? Job security. You're, what now, fifty years old? In superlative condition, for your age. But you can't escape from water tanks forever. No harm in setting yourself up for a cozy spot on the lecture circuit. <laughs> I do feel my age from time to time, but that is hard. Pardon me, Houdini? May I help you? Oh, my goodness. It really is you! Ma'am. Sorry, Harry. I don't know how she snuck past me. Magic! 
I learned from the greatest magician ever. I practice with handcuffs every day, and I get my little brother to lock me in the chest sometimes. Haven't quite cracked that one yet. I passed out once. Will you sign my straitjacket? I do have some remarkable fans. Do you have anything to write with? Ah, oh, I didn't think of that. Ooh, I've got my penknife. You could prick your finger and sign it with your blood. I'll get a fountain pen. I've read about your buried alive act for ages, and I finally got to see it. Whew. When I read how you almost died that first time, so thrilling. <laughs> but by now you make it look easy. Young lady, do you think perhaps that Houdini employs some mystical arts to accomplish his astounding feats? I do wonder sometimes, since there's so many things I've tried that... <laughs> Arthur Conan Doyle, where are you? How are you? I just finished reading The Vital Message. I'd love to see a seance someday. Mother won't allow it, but I did see my Aunt Geraldine in her bloomers once. That is, my Aunt Geraldine is dead. Her ghost was only wearing bloomers. I guess if a medium contacted her, she might get all the way dressed, though. So, you believe in spiritualism? Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. But you've never attended a seance? Nope. Have you met a medium? Not that I know of. But Mr. Doyle's books on the subject are very convincing. Although, all that stuff about the fairies? Were you pulling our leg, Mr. Doyle? Not at all. I believe that the photographs are real. I've spoken to the girls myself. <laughs> oh, Mr. Doyle. Here. Sorry it took so long. Ooh, will you sign my straitjacket too, Mr. Doyle? I'd have brought one of my Holmes books along, only I didn't expect to see you. Look, you can sign one sleeve, and Houdini can sign the other. My pleasure. There you go. Now you'll have to come along with me. <laughs> I'll never escape from the straitjacket again! She could put on an act where she talks non-stop for her two hours and gives the entire audience dyspepsia. We may have found something we agree on. <laughs> Come to my dressing room. I have to change, and we can pour a glass to settle your stomach. <laughs> Much appreciated. By the by, I'm pleased to hear that things worked out with Bird and Scientific American. Have you met Mrs. Crandon yet? I beg your pardon, Marjorie. We're calling her Marjorie for the sake of their privacy. Not yet. Bird is supposed to arrange things soon. I'm very curious to see what you make of her. There's so much fraud among American mediums. Maybe that's why you have such an unsavory opinion of spiritualists. Even when they are genuine, they're used for stock exchange speculation and the like. Marjorie's a different breed. I suspect she'll change your tune. Matter of fact, have you any plans tonight? Theodore and I are having dinner later. Today was our mother's birthday. Would you like to join us? Perhaps, perhaps. I was thinking... Have you heard of Madame Concordia? Afraid not. Very prominent medium. Sadly, not a serious candidate for the competition. 
Dr. Prince, the, um, psychologist on the committee, has already seen her and shown some prejudice. But a fine woman, and she exhibits a respectable psychic aptitude. I planned to pay her a social call tonight. But if I brought along an esteemed guest, I'm sure she'd be happy to put you in touch. With who? Oh, no, it's probably best if I... Nonsense. What better time than her birthday to restore that connection so tragically severed? You said yourself how dear she was to you. Every man's mother is dear to him. I'm at peace with her passing. That stuff on stage, it's really just a matter of... Well, you know all about selling a story. Don't tell me you have no desire to contact her. It's not that I wouldn't like to. Then come along. If nothing else, you can participate in a seance with a medium I personally approve of. Are there any you don't... <sighs> I really can't disappoint Theodore tonight, but if it means that much to you, we've got no show on Tuesday. Brilliant! I'll tell her to expect us Tuesday. All the better. These things often take time. Yes, I suspect intelligence gathering always does. You've made an excellent choice, my friend. You'll see. It's changed my life, Harry. It has brought me such peace of mind, such fullness of heart. It certainly has. I'll see you soon, my friend. Dear Madam Concordia... Sir Arthur, so good to see you again. And this is... Houdini, Madam. Harry? Forgive me. I feel we may be in for a lucky evening. I'm honored you've agreed to come. The pleasure is mine. Sir Arthur speaks highly of your skills. And he speaks deeply of your grief. We'll try to make it right. Please, sit down around the table. This is my assistant, Torvald. Torvald, please make our guests comfortable. Thank you. Now, if a spirit comes, it may communicate in a few ways. It may touch some object in the room. Last time I was here, it was the chimes over there by the wall. A spiritual burglar alarm, I called it. <laughs> you did, Sir Arthur. Torvald is going to bring over some ashes from the fire and spread them on the table. This will provide a blank canvas, should the spirit prefer to write than to speak. Thank you, Torvald. Mr. Houdini, I understand you've met some of the many frauds who claim to speak to the spirits. I've worn white tonight, so that if I do anything with the ashes, you'll know exactly what. Hold my hands and set your feet atop mine, so that you can know where I am at all times. This is for my sake as well as yours. Suspicion is an impediment to contact, and I want to be useful to you. Finally, if the connection is good, the spirit may speak through me. Are you comfortable, gentlemen? Quite ready. Very well. That will be all, Torvald. With your permission, I'll turn off the light. Please do. Feet, sirs. 
and hands. We assemble tonight to seek the presence of one loved and lost, a connection sundered we hope to make whole again. Where is... A chill! Are you cold, Madame Concordia? We must press on, Sir Arthur. Things are moving quickly. Where is the mother of this man, Houdini? Give us a sign of where her spirit lives. Something has happened. Red light, Sir Arthur? <gasps> a cross drawn in the ashes. Heaven, Houdini. Let her come to us. Let her be with us. Let her show herself. There! Please, come in. Now, I, I think... I think is the time. Please, don't be afraid for me if I... Any pain is, is less than it appears. I, I, feel, I feel it coming across such a, a long, a long way, but coming so fast. My son, will you not speak to me? Hello. Will you not call me what you call me? It is the thing I miss most from this earth. Hello, mother. My boy, my boy, so long, so far, and now so brief. When you cross, it will be long, cold, and steep. Not all make it here, but you, my strong son, I make a place for you knowing. I'm, I'm losing her, but I'm seeing something. It's foggy, and so very. I wonder if a word, a single word, forgive. Forgive? Yes, forgive. She, she comes to me again. Lighten your burdens, my son. You, you want to forgive. Please forgive. It will make the way easier for both of you. I, I, I cannot stay. Come, come back, come back. Here night, she's back with us. Help her sit upright, Houdini. Torvald, your mistress needs attending. Was it, was it enough? Breathe, no need to speak. Houdini, Torvald is here. Madame Concordia, uh, we will leave you to recover. Thank you for everything. Yes, thank you for your hard work. I only hope... Shh, I'll call later to make sure you're well. Houdini, shall we? Thank you, madam. Will you walk, Houdini? Gladly. Well, how do you feel? Still reflecting. And you? You know, for me, the thing that made the difference was a reunion with my son. Died of the Spanish flu. What a critical day. 
Not every man has the fortune to be present for moments of progress, Houdini. And neither science nor the church could ever have told us that we would stand where we do today, watching as the greatest wall in history begins to crumble, and that we would share this moment with our loved ones on the other side. What are you thinking? Yours is a beautiful faith, Sir Arthur. And you've just seen the proof of it. Haven't you? Do you want me to answer? <sighs> Say what you like. It won't be anything you haven't said before. My mother didn't speak those words. We'll say your friend was mistaken. Maybe her own subconscious was what spoke. How can you be so sure? Am I right to understand that a medium who channels a spirit speaks exactly the words the spirit intends, not some game of telephone, but word for word? In the examples I know of, that seems to be the case. Then we haven't heard from my mother. In all her years living in the United States, she never learned to speak or read English. My friend, in her time on the other side, your mother may well have decided to learn. She may be reading Shakespeare as we speak, talking to Shakespeare as we speak. Hmm. And that cross... What does that mean to you? That your mother is in heaven. Which heaven, Sir Arthur? I don't understand you. My mother was Jewish. Is it not possible? I only mean to suggest a chance. But is it not possible your mother has been through other changes of heart since she passed away? It seems likelier to me that what we saw was outright fraud. Those chimes, straight behind her, same floorboard, I'd bet. If it was loose enough, you could rock the stand they're on with a bit of pressure. But we had her hands and feet. And did you notice her shoes? Did you take the time to feel with your foot what you were actually monitoring? Slippers, almost. No heel, but reinforced toes. Just what I'd wear if I wanted to be able to slip a foot out without anyone noticing. I suppose she drew the cross with her toes, too? No. Did you notice that the ashes were a little damp at the end of each line? That would be consistent with everything we understand about ectoplasm. It extends from the medium as a flexible, somewhat damp appendage. I agree completely, Sir Arthur. A flexible, damp appendage issued forth from her, drew a cross in the ashes, and withdrew. Well, then, it seems we... Her tongue, my dear Watson. Mr. Houdini, deduction earns its name when it sees a case all the way through to proof. The only thing you've proven is that fraud could happen, not that it has happened. It has happened, many a time. The kindest thing I can say about any medium I've ever seen is that she's deluded. The rest of them are either insane or they're criminals who learn things about us through informants. So as to her saying forgive, all I have to figure out is who I made the mistake of mentioning my brother to. Houdini... Anyone who spends ten minutes with you can see that forgiveness is not your forte. So to learn that a family member of yours once dared to have a foible and hasn't seen the front of you since, one wouldn't need a seance. Good night.
right. Last order of business before I let you be. Mr. Bird wants to schedule the first test seance for the Saturday so as to- Absolutely not. We can't reschedule performances when tickets have already been sold. You'll have to settle for another date. I'll let him know. Do you have one in mind? Anytime, as long as it doesn't interfere with the tour. Thank you for handling this. I ought to pay you extra for dealing with Malcolm Bird. I have no objections to that. Anything else before I head to the telegraph office? No, that should do. See you tonight. Excuse me. Aren't you that fellow who sits in the milk can? That's a novel way of describing my act. Have you seen it? Oh, yes. My sister-in-law dragged me to one of your shows. Houdini, isn't it? We tried to hold our breaths as long as you, like you suggested. How did that go? My sister-in-law nearly passed out. We went red in the face from laughing. But we suspect you cheated. Cheated? How so? We figured you had a rib or two removed to give your lungs more room to expand. (laughs) That's a new one. But I've done no such thing. It's pure endurance training and stamina. Oh, yes, you must have quite a lot of stamina. I made my husband hold his breath when he got home. He couldn't even go a full minute. Well, not everyone is in the profession of escaping from milk cans. He can hardly escape from his girdle every night. You're awfully good at breaking out of things, I have to ask. Are you just as good at breaking in? It's the same principle, yes. Although, if you're thinking of arranging a bank heist, you're not the first person to suggest it. Oh, something much simpler than that. My husband doesn't even keep the windows locked. You wouldn't have any trouble getting in, and I'm sure you can scale the wall with those strong arms of yours. No doubt. But while your husband may not be much at holding his breath, I'm sure he's perfectly capable of loading and firing a pistol, so I must politely decline. (laughs) Oh, you're much more fun than I hoped. I was a bit anxious, all these formalities, and Bird can be such a drag. Pardon? Malcolm Bird? I assume you two have met. You're... Acquainted with Mr. Bird? Mina Crandon, known by some as Marjorie the Medium. The pleasure is all mine. Well, I'll be. You really had me going. I was just discussing our arrangements with my assistant. Yes, I overheard. We live right around the corner. Yes, of course. Lime Street. Sounds like you were having some trouble with Bird. No, just a matter of scheduling. We have so many performances, it's hard to find time. And I dread meeting with him. He's always going on about Galileo for some reason. What night works for you? I'll talk to Bird. He won't get high-handed with me. We don't have performances Tuesday nights. Next Tuesday? That should work. Thank you. Although I should catch up with Jim and let him know. What a remarkable coincidence. Some people don't believe in coincidence, Mr. Houdini. And some people don't believe in mediums. But I must confess, they can be very charming, whether they exist or not. See you next week. Next week. That was Marjorie and Houdini, Part 2, Phantoms or Frauds. Written by Matthew Morris and Andrew Ferrier, with help from Jack Townsend. You heard the voices of Tyler DeQuilla, Harmon Gunston, Jeff Quash, Matt Standley, Erica Durr, Lady Delaney, and Helen Jacks. We had recording help from James Lanius, and mastering and sound design from Zach Lanius. We've got some pretty cool collaborators, y'all. Lady Delaney, for instance, when she's not trying to channel dead mothers, is a professional maker of miniatures and mysteries drenched in the atmosphere of this era we're playing in right now. You can find her at ladydelaney.com. 
And you can find us online at thesnakespaw.com with links to all of our other platforms. And you can also support the show at ko-fi.com slash thesnakespaw. We'll be back with the next installment in a week.